Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting, and welcome to our channel today. I appreciate you being here, and welcome back to all of our subscribers. Uh, very much appreciate you being here. And if you're new to the channel, uh, if you're finding us for that very first time, welcome. Uh, please subscribe. Please hit the like button. You know, consider becoming a member. And then to learn more about me, learn more about my company and how we can help you with uh, financing, with funding for your new business, how we can help you with marketing, help you drive uh, more people in the front door, you know, sales training, uh, free streaming services, uh, numerous things to help you do that. You know, check out those links below. All right. And so with that said, let's get into our topic here today. And this is 10 traits that toxic gym sales managers exhibit. 10 traits that toxic gym sales managers exhibit. Now, before I get into this, and I, I've seen a fair amount of this over the years, right? Before I get into this, let me talk a little bit. A lot of times the reason you have this, I think, is we promote people who really aren't ready. And this is how they respond. This is how they react to this, okay? You know, some folks, they become a student. You know, I'll use myself as an example. You know, I was a salesperson and I got promoted over the assistant to become manager just because I was good in sales. I think that was it, okay? I mean, I got along with everybody, had other things, but I didn't know a single thing about management. I'd not ever managed one person, okay? And so, and I had my struggles too. And there was probably some times in here that, that uh, you know, I did some of these things. But ultimately, I, I became a student of this, okay? And I learned it and became good at it, okay? And so sometimes when you have these, these things that happen, not always their fault. And if you're this person, okay, if you've done some of these things, it doesn't mean these things can't be corrected. They can be corrected. I have seen these things be corrected. Okay. You know, we want to get around the right people. We want to get around high achievers, people that are positive, people that are looking for solutions. So there's always ways we can do this. So let's talk about some of this. And if, if you're a salesperson in this environment, I mean, I would give some serious consideration to turning, turning the other direction and running and finding another opportunity. You know, you can stay within the industry, but we want to get away from these folks like this because, you know, we want to flourish. We want to do well. Okay. And so take a look. You know, one of the things too, before I jump into it, is, you know, sometimes, and I'll kind of go to that ownership level, you know, why do we keep people like this in place? Because we don't feel like we have options. And this is part of the reason that we are, we're always recruiting. We're always recruiting. We've got a full written recruiting plan of action. Okay. And how to do that. So let's just talk about some of these toxic uh, traits that uh, some gym sales managers can exhibit. Number one, they're arrogant and unapproachable. You know, they're arrogant and unapproachable. I mean, when I talk about arrogance, you always talk about there's a fine line there between confidence and arrogance, right? And, and unapproachable. You know, managers, we want our managers to be approachable. Managers are a resource center. Managers are there to help. And if you're a manager right now that struggles with that, you know, you might have someone that looks at you and thinks, oh, well, you're a toxic manager. Maybe it's because you're unapproachable. Maybe it's because you're, you know, you've crossed that line between confidence and arrogance. I mean, no one cares about how great you are in sales. What they care about is how great can you make somebody else. Okay. Number two, you know, they're hypersensitive to criticism. They're hypersensitive to criticism. You know, if you're truly trying to get better, if you're truly trying to be a student, you should welcome that. You should welcome criticism. 
Okay, become a student of this. You know, the truth is, if you're not getting some kind of criticism, you're probably not pushing hard enough. And so some of this is how we choose to view it. So if you're a manager and you're in this situation, hey, how can we change how we look at some of that? How can we change how we look at it? And if we have managers working for us that seem to be hypersensitive to it, help them understand. You know, criticism is part of it. It's part of it. You're going to get it. You know, if you're going to put yourself out there, you're going to get it. It's just part of the deal. If you're not getting any, you're probably not pushing hard enough. You know, think about that one. Uh, number three, you know, uh, they're highly irritable and they're quick to anger. You know, more often than not, you know, when I see that, you know, I, th I think they're just, they're, they're feeling the pressure. You know, they're feeling the pressure of this whole thing. They've got to produce. And they maybe don't feel like they have the answers sometimes. Okay, so that's how they respond. They're irritable and they're quick to anger. Okay, and again, if they're working for us, you know, we want to make sure that we are training and we're teaching people how to handle that because we don't want them to feel that way because, you know, they're leading our staff and our staff and our people that work with us, you know, this is our brand. This is how people are going to see us. And, you know, we don't want to have that kind of toxic environment, you know, inside our gym. Uh, number four, they can be surprisingly childish. Okay, you know, folks that have, you know, the, you know, toxic behaviors and toxic traits, they can be, you know, surprisingly childish. And, you know, part of this is, I think, is understanding the role. I would get back to, you know, taking that step from being a salesperson to a sales manager. You know, what our job here is, is to make somebody else great, make somebody else the star. As a manager, I'm not trying to be the star. I'm not trying to be the guy. I'm trying to help someone else do that. I want to be a star maker. Okay. That's what I want to be. And sometimes, you know, we might argue over who gets the sale. Well, you know, let them have it. If they earned it, okay? You know, let them have it. Number five, they expect the impossible. And sometimes this is done, you know, they think they're doing the right thing. There's a difference between kind of expecting the impossible and high expectations. And some of this is just how we treat people differently. You know, if I've got a person who's relatively new at this, kind of struggles, or I've got a veteran, you know, my goals and expectations could be significantly different, okay? But if you start setting goals and expectations that are felt to be like out of reach and over someone's head, you know, they're never going to reach them, okay? We have to kind of sell that idea because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, for you folks that might be going through some of this or we have staff that is, Okay, if we want to change somebody else, we need to first change ourselves. That works at all levels, right? So, you know, if we're, if we're if we're putting out what seems to be impossible goals, you know, consider how are we selling that? How are we selling that idea? I mean, we put out. I know I do it frequently. You know, high expectations, big goals, but I take the time to kind of educate on it. Hey, here's why we can do it. Here's how we want to break this down. Okay, number six, they're overly dominant. They're overly dominant. You know, the, th the thing too, you know, people that are great at this, I mean, they delegate, you know, they put other people in a position to succeed. They trust, they believe in others. If they make a mistake, they help them. You know, sometimes that overly dominant person, well, just give it here, I'll do it. Okay. And again, doesn't create that environment of uh, confidence. It doesn't create that environment of high self-esteem. Uh, number seven, they belittle other people's feelings. And more often than not, when I see this just in the sales capacity, it's saying how great we are at sales and, and you're terrible at this. And that's not going to work. That's not how it's done. 
Okay, some people do it. They and sometimes they just don't know any better. And so, if we're the boss, how can we help them? How can we help them? Now, if you're the person that's stuck in that situation, I mean, I would give some consideration to you know finding some other alternatives here because that's not going to be the environment in most cases you're going to enjoy walking into every morning. Okay, um, they're incompetent. Okay, and what I mean is nothing is ever their fault. Nothing is ever their fault. And this can be a hard one really at many levels for folks is the first thing I would suggest for any manager, if we're training them, teach them this, and really anybody, always take responsibility. Mary, I accept full responsibility. You know, a customer comes in and complains because they didn't get the service they wanted, they didn't get this, felt like they were double billed. Mary, I take full responsibility. Okay, it's amazing how that'll diffuse the situation. But folks that are toxic, they won't take any. They'll point the finger. No, it's you, it's somebody else. Okay, the secret here is take responsibility. Mary, I understand. I take full responsibility. Uh, number nine, they're highly controlling. They're highly controlling. You know, they want it done their way and the only way. And again, this comes back to really training. You know, many times folks that go through this, maybe it was a bad hire. But maybe no one's really trained him how to do it. I know when I first learned, I, I tried a few different things. I didn't really know how I was supposed to do it. I finally figured it out. Um, but they're, they're doing whatever they think they can do sometimes. Sometimes this can be innocence. You know, other times not. Okay. But, you know, they're highly controlling. And when I look at this, I mean, there's a, a wide road we can go down to have success. And if other people folks have ideas and things they want to do and it's within those parameters of that kind of sales straight and narrow, I'll use them. I'll use their ideas before I use mine because I want them to own them. Okay. Um, I want them to own the idea because they're going to take it and work it that much harder, I think. Okay. And then number 10 on uh, the 10 traits of toxic gym sales managers, uh, they see other people as obstacles. They see them as obstacles. Okay. And, you know, our staff, I'm going to tell you something that was told to me. I couldn't believe it when I heard it, and I still can't believe it was even said. But um, um, our people, this is our most valuable asset. This is our, the brand of our company. And I remember talking to a guy one time. He was like the area director of a large organization, and he was talking about how he viewed his staff. And what he said, he goes, my staff is kind of like a piece of paper. When I'm done with it, I just tear it up, throw it away, and I get me another one. And I thought, whoa, you know, that's not the approach that we're going to need to have success. That group's no longer in business, by the way. Okay. Uh, that's not the approach that's going to work. We want to view our people as our most valuable asset. We want to treat our staff like we would our very best customer. We want to train them and teach them, and we want to create an environment that allows a motivated person to act. So take a look at some of this. Hopefully we don't fall into any of these traps. If we do, let's talk about some ways maybe we can fix it. You know, happy to hear your comments below. So folks, my name is Jim Thomas. My company's Fitness Management and Consulting. Appreciate you being here at the channel today. And if you've not yet done so, please subscribe. Please hit the like button. You know, consider becoming a member. And then to learn more about me, learn more about my company and how we can help improve your business, help get you funding, free streaming services, you know, marketing promotions, sales training, you name it. You know, check out those links below. And we look forward to seeing you all in that next video.